Andy Bush here, still flying solo this week. Richie lording it right up on holiday, but uh, I've got a hell of a show for you here. It, it covers a lot of different subjects. We've got education in there. Uh, we, we've got people insightfully poking holes in uh, TV dramas and noticing stuff that the producers are trying to pull the wool over our eyes. It's a, it's a real bag of different tricks. Hopefully you're going to enjoy it. Sit back, relax, pour yourself a gin and tonic. Here's the Hometime Show podcast. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Andy Bush here. It's the Stay at Home Time show on Absolute Radio. It's a Thursday night. I'm broadcasting from my eldest daughter, Erin's bedroom. Uh, I, I do feel bad. I've kicked her out and uh, she's been spending a lot of time in the lounge whilst I've been uh, chatting at you lot and playing songs and stuff like that as well. A lot of um, moshy monsters and uh, Studio Ghibli characters and a lava lamp packed to one side of the desk that I'm working on here. But I've got Erin back in the room. We've been doing some homeschooling uh, this afternoon. Say hi to everyone, by the way. Say hi. Hi. Erin's 10 years old. She says hi. Um, we've been doing some homeschooling this afternoon. A very, very exciting geography uh, project on... Uh, on counties let's be honest right out of all the school subjects hands down geography is the worst and the the reason is before we get on my on my case about this geography could be so much better than it is but we all know that geography despite having a load of brilliant stuff that you can do a lot of the time geography i remember that when i was at school was learning about making coal you know or going around shopping centers and counting how many people have gone in and out of shops come on geography get your act together and Erin's had to do a, um, what, what is your geography project on that you're doing at the moment? UK counties and interesting facts about them. UK counties and interesting facts about them. And, I, and I've said to Erin, don't worry, don't, don't get upset about this, don't get stressed out. I know that the home time listeners are jam-packed with loads of fantastic trivia stroke information about counties. And that is what I want to put down at, the, uh, at this point in the show. I need your help. Erin needs your help. Give us one amazing fact about the county that you live in. Not interested in facts about the other counties nearby. Your own county, please. 8, 12, 15, or you can tweet at Absolute Radio. Do you want to say thank you, Hometime listeners? Thank you. Make it count. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Andy Bush here with the Stay at Home Time show, Absolute Radio, on a Thursday night. Uh, is it dark and weird where you are? It's like dark and weird. I don't just mean like, oh, it's just gone a bit dark. I mean dark and weird. Uh, like You know, like uh, in Ghostbusters when Rick Moranis is on the roof for that tower block? It's a bit like that. It's not the end of the world, is it? Maybe it is. Uh, thank you for already for your brilliant suggestions that are flooding in for uh, my daughter Erin's uh, geography course that she's doing at the moment. Uh, need facts, an amazing, one amazing fact about your own county. Obviously, I'm in Essex, in uh, Leon Sea, and South End Pier, just down the road from us. It's the longest pleasure pier in the United Kingdom. Now, in the United Kingdom, let's go one higher than that. I think it might be the longest pier in Europe, 1.3 miles. Actually, if you've got a longer pier than that, get in touch now. Let's compare piers. Harriet says, Hertfordshire. Uh, Jane Wenham died in 1730, was one of the last people to be condemned to death for witchcraft in England. What about that? That's a bit different. Jane says, uh, Lincolnshire has no motorway. Although on our Facebook page, Alan then queries that saying, what about the M180, Jane? I'll leave them two to it. Uh, Leanne says, I don't live in Lancashire anymore, but the first KFC in the United Kingdom opened in Preston in 1965. Is that true? If so, that needs to be on a blue plaque. 
And this is probably the early leader for the most uh, amazing county fact. Uh, Daryl says, I live in Wirral, and the Wirral has the, a lighthouse that is 13 years older than America. Let that one sink in. That's going to come up in a pub quiz at some point. The Wirral has a lighthouse that's 13 years older than America. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. And just to clarify um, my comments, I started the show by slagging uh, geography off. I just think geography could do better for itself at school. You know, get away from all the boring, like, making coal stuff and everything like that, or doing brass rubbings at, like, local cathedrals. Get out there, enjoy yourself, zhuzh yourself up a bit, do you know what I mean? Just take a change of direction. Anyway, to help her out with this project, I'm asking you for some amazing facts about the county that you live in so we can properly ace the home homeschooling. Uh, and you guys have been coming back with some amazing stuff. Thank you so much for this. Craig says, people in Norfolk point at aeroplanes and are confused by electricity. Can I just draw a line under this? This is not people having a pop at each other's counties, right? Be nice. So if you haven't got anything nice to say about a county, keep your mouth shut. Don't ruin it for the group. If this was a school trip, he'd be like that one lad who mucked about at um, Cricket St Thomas and you had to get back on the bus again because he tried to nick a penguin or something. That's Craig. Uh, here's a good fact about Norfolk. Paul Darby says Norfolk is the birthplace of Horatio Nelson back in 1758. Uh, Chris Willis says, I learned yesterday that after 1066, William the Conqueror couldn't rule Kent and we were briefly autonomous, hence being known as Invicta, unconquerable. That's pretty cool. Uh, someone else adds, Somerset has officially the most boring attraction in the United Kingdom, the Bakelite Museum. And someone officially voted for that. I feel bad for the Bakelite Museum. I feel like they're setting themselves up for a fall by being so niche. But I do feel bad for them. If you'd like to add in an amazing fact about your county, you're helping my 10-year-old daughter's progress through the education system. Thank you to Paddy for sending in a photo uh, which confirms my theory that it's weird and dark today uh, is by the seafront very low cloud cover to the point where it almost looks like ufos landing but i tell you what imagine you know independence day ufos turning up uh, at earth today they get out the ship have a quick walk around get back in again and think well actually we'll go on to the next solar system a little bit like you know stretching your legs at a really rough service station now in other news taunton for example you get out of taunton services and they might have improved it since i was there last time but uh, it was all kind of weird angles and uh, like funky, a bit like, a, you know, the original Batman, slightly a bit like a nightmare. Anyway, uh, talking about amazing facts about your county. My eldest daughter is doing a really boring geography project about English counties. We need some zhuzh to spice it up a little bit. Tell us about your county then. Matt Abbott says, Bush, you're not going to believe this. South End Pier isn't just the longest in the UK or Europe. It's the longest in the world. Stick that in your geography homework. Really good point. I've been selling a short for all this time. Longest pier in the world. You having that? Ryan the painter says County Durham is the home of the Pink Panther. It's even mentioned in the opening music. Oh, here we go. Durham, Durham, Durham. Honestly, Ryan, mate, you know when you can grab someone's face and just squidge it? I'd love to do that and hold it for about five seconds. Shut up. Smutty Professor says, not quite my county, but how about this? When Napoleon III returned from exile to become Emperor of France, Paris was still a medieval slum. He wanted to modernise its image. Check this out. So he had the city rebuilt in the style of Southport in Merseyside. Who'd have thought? And then back down to earth with a bump. Jack Barfield says on Twitter, Nottinghamshire, only Hooters restaurant in the UK. Thanks, Jack. Time podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore. 
but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. This one here says, Bush, interesting fact about my county, Kent. I live in Bexley Heath, and I'm pretty sure the tanker driver who accidentally sliced your 1.3-mile-long pier in half some years ago was from Bexley Heath. Was that a thing? That was before my time in Essex, but if that's a thing, that's crazy. Lynn in Wooden Bassett says, Wiltshire is the county with the most chalk hill carvings of white horses. When I was a kid growing up in Trowbridge, or Troy Vegas, uh, as we knew it as, uh, going on for a long walk, moaning the whole time, obviously, with my mum and dad, up to Westbury White Horse was always a bit of a thing. There was, Isn't there like chalk drawing somewhere? Like one county's got like a dirty one. There's like a dirty fella on a hill. You know, I'll just stick with the chalk horse, thanks very much. Uh, Robin Orpington says, Bush and Erin, my daughter, Pocahontas was buried in Gravesend. What about that? I didn't know that at all. And this one here from Sally, uh, no clarification whatsoever. You just have to use your imaginations. But apparently, West Yorkshire is the home of the Rhubarb Triangle. Sounds like a dodgy nightclub. Please clarify, Sally. Please clarify. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. I love it when the streets come together and... I feel, you know, the thing I like the most about the Clap for Our Carers is obviously mainly that we're celebrating these heroes that, you know, key workers working in the NHS and people on the front line, etc. But also, it's quite a nice way to connect with everyone in your street because you're not really getting to see each other very much. So anything you can do in a street-wide basis to bring everyone together and raise everyone's spirits, I think is a good thing. So just to put it out there, our little street here in Leon C, I'm very impressed with it. I mean, I've got n- nothing to do with this organisationally at all, but it's something that they're doing, which is good. Everyone's chipped in and we're buying bunting uh, and everyone's putting bunting everywhere just to give it a kind of street party vibe, even though everyone's got hazmat suits on and you can't actually speak to each other very much. But still, you know, bunting does... Uh, fight back against misery in the rock, paper, scissors of uh, the lockdown. And also, this lovely lady who lives at the end of the street, who's, I think she's an occupational therapist, she's gone out and drawn uh, on the pavement a load of little diagrams. Now, if this was any normal day of the year, it should be taken away, but she's drawn like an assault course for kids to do to keep them fit and entertained and happy during the lockdown as well so i feel like our street is faring fairly well in the fight against the lockdown blues what is your street doing to try and pull everyone together and beat the boredom and the frustration 8 12 15 you can tweet at absolute radio absolute radio if you insist on listening to them in your own time then we can't really stop you okay let's get on with it then the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Hi to Sarah, who's texted the show to say, Hi Bush, following the clap for our carers tonight on our street, there's going to be a sing-along birthday to celebrate the 100th birthday of Colonel Tom Moore today. He's the legend and a hero that's raised £31 million for the NHS with his fundraising. Good on you and good on your street. On a slightly lower level, Barnsley says, uh, my daughter drew a hopscotch um, track. What is it? A hopscotch court? It's not a court. Makes it sound too official. If anyone can clarify what that weird grid is in hopscotch, uh, please let me know. What's the, what's the right term for it? Anyway, his daughter's drawn one on the street outside the house. Oh, and it's been highly amusing watching adults try and do it as they go past our house. Again, it just adds a little bit of a laugh and a little bit of fun to these weird times. Uh, just some other intel. There's apparently a street disco in Banner Road in Bristol. They do that every Saturday night. Friday night sing-alongs going on in Northumberland Street in Cardiff as well. And speaking of that, I love this community spirit text that's coming from Julie. I just about what your street's doing to kind of pull together. She says, our street in Ashted, Surrey, does gin by the bin. 
every Thursday after clap for our carers. Uh, you use, use the bin on your drive as a makeshift bar and then share a drink with your neighbours from a distance. A great way to bring the whole street together. What an amazing that idea that is. And who'd have thought the whole thing with a wheelie bin? That's perfect for a bar. I might start doing gin from the bin just even when the lockdown thing's over. Sounds a fantastic way to meet new people. Maybe get some optics put on it or, uh, you know, an actual keg. What about that? An actual pull a pint on those old like pints of mead or something like that from your wheelie bin. Uh, this for me is a real leader in terms of uh, street activity. If you can beat that, 8, 12, 15, I'd love to hear from you. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Thank you to everyone who's got involved so far uh, with our Friday lockdown birthday party special Zoom chat thing we're going to be doing. Uh, look, this is the thing. One of the toughest things I think about the whole lockdown is if it's your birthday party and you've, maybe you've had stuff organised or family and friends are going to come over and you can't do anything because you're trapped in the house, pressed up against the window. Uh, well, what we want to do is invite you to a special Zoom video chat. We're going to try and get as many people on as we can. Hopefully we get like 50 people on there. There's like a load of people have signed up already. If you want to be part of that magal aloof style, knees up fun, even a virtual game maybe. We can do that thing where you pass an orange between each other's knees. Isn't that what they do in Magaloof? We're going to do something similar. All you've got to do is uh, drop us an email, hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk and join our massive virtual birthday party celebration just for you tomorrow. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. I hope you're doing okay and kind of hanging in there at the moment. How are you kind of feeling? Have you been drinking too many teas and coffees? I feel like I've been overly drinking tea and coffee to the point where coffee's fine and everything, isn't it? Coffee's all right. And then you just add that one coffee where you suddenly go from being all right to suddenly being what I would describe as sweaty and sit. Uh, and I've not been able to sleep in the evening. And I think I need to try and cut down on that. Unfortunately, the only way to cut down on uh, tea and coffee is to stray into a market, an area of the supermarket I have previously said you wouldn't catch me in, in a million years, and that's fruit teas. Yes, folks, that's that's the point. That for, that for me is the, the hardest hitting bit of lockdown. I'm going to have to get into fruit teas because I can't carry on drinking tea and coffee because staying up until one or two o'clock in the morning ain't doing me any good because, you know, it's quite hard to get to sleep sometimes if you've had that much caffeine. So look, just putting it out there, I'm a newbie to this scene. I'm a fruit tea curious. If there's anything you can recommend that's not going to make me a laughing stock, right? And I don't want ingredients to make me sound like uh, I'm brewing herbs from medieval times to try and uh, cure distemper or melancholy, or something like that, all right? Something that seems a bit respectable is kind of cool and modern, but it's a fruit tea as well. 8, 12, 15, give us a hand on this. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. We had Ricky Gervais, our celeb at home, on the show last week, and he's a lovely chap, and it was good to speak to him. And make sure you watch Afterlife 2, the second season. It's really good. However, right, and I did want to mention this to Ricky at the time, something Ricky Gervais does in the first episode has really annoyed me, okay? Uh, his character does it, actually. His character, Tony, does this in the first episode. He's watching a video... Uh, on his laptop of like uh, him and his his wife who sadly passed away uh, like I think it's like a wedding video or something like that anyway he has enough for watching it and he slams the laptop shut and I don't know about you that kind of stuck in my craw a little bit because 
I, I, you know, if you're watching anything on a laptop, you always close it down first. I mean, I know it's an emotive moment in the show and everything like that, and there are bigger, bigger fish to fry, more important issues out there. But that stuck with me for the rest of the episode, and I almost couldn't shake it. I had to go for a walk around the block. Surely, tell me, right, if you're watching someone on YouTube on your laptop, right, you've always clicking that, you're always clicking that off. If I was to close my laptop down midway through watching anything, it would whir like a Boeing 747 taking off. I put this on Twitter a bit earlier on. Colin agrees with me. He says, if you do that with my 2012 Lenovo paving slab, then 10 minutes later, the fan sounds like a 747 taking off and it's melting the surface it's sat on. So this is just another example of those little things that they don't get quite right reality-wise in TV shows. So if there's anything else that they never get quite right, they don't nail the reality of things uh, get in touch with the show now, 8 12, 15. What do they do inaccurately in terms of real life on telly? Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's the Home Time Show, one massive phone party on a Thursday night. I hope you're doing all right. Good to have you on board and everything as well. Uh, just talking about TV and when they don't quite get reality 100% spot on. Uh, point in case, Afterlife series, Season 2 with Ricky Gervais, absolutely brilliant TV show. But in the first episode, he slams his laptop down midway through watching a video and no one does that to their laptop. You need to get it right. What other stuff do they not quite nail 100%? Uh, this text says, I get fed up when they don't say goodbye at the end of a phone call. That's a very good point. Really, really good point. Uh, someone else adds as well, you never watch them trying to get the car completely parked correctly in a parking space. They, they always seem to park the car at a jaunty angle. You don't see them going back and forth a few times or doubting themselves and having to reverse and go back in again. 100% correct. Kerry says, I hate it when the characters are talking whilst driving in a TV show and spend way too long looking at each other rather than the road. It's just dangerous and it's not, it's not accurate. This text says, on telly, especially in soaps, whenever anyone has tea or coffee, it's so obviously an empty cup that they're drinking from. Does my head in? Good point. Zoe says, continuing the drink theme, never see ice for a drink in any of the pubs. And any of the soaps, that's a very good point as well. Norman Exotic, which is a fantastic name, says, Remember the scene in Skyfall when they realised Silver had infiltrated the MI6 network and Q pulled the cables out of his laptop without selecting eject USB safely first? Is everything all right at home, dude? That's a very good point. Your computer almost has a go at you if you just pull the USB out for whatever reason. Uh, Kelly says, Hate it when people wake up and they don't immediately go to the toilet. They either get dressed or have a bit of nookie. Uh, to hell with that on a full bladder, she adds. Real hang-up for Kelly, that. And uh, possibly my favourite tweet of the entire evening so far is coming from Flying Satsuma, who says, Bush, wasn't it lucky that in the Terminator 2 movie, the evil shape-shifting T-1000 landed Starkers in his shiny, <laughs> in his shiny orb next to a cop? Imagine if it was a milkman. I don't think he'd have got away with delivering pints of red top while showing people... <laughs> People a photo of John John Connor and saying, do you know this boy? That's a very good point. A, a, an alternative uh, format for the Terminator movie that might not have been so popular. Thank you, Flying Satsuma. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. 
The Stay at Home Time show with me, Andy Bush, peering through the blinds of the top window of our house and watching you go to the local shop here on a Thursday night, but in a nice way and playing you songs as well, so nothing weird. Uh, we're talking about stuff on telly that's not what it's really like in real life. I'll give you another one they can never quite get right on telly, right? Actually, two. I think we've talked about these on the show before. Firstly, uh, photos from years ago, you know, when they have to superimpose like an actor's face on it or whatever, never get that right. Even the, the CGI is brilliant now, but they still can't make someone's face on an old photo always looks weird and also that bit when they turn the lights off to go to bed and it's night time you can always slightly tell that someone else has put another light on for some reason a night light do you know what I mean other stuff coming in Ben says I hate it when they order stroke cook food then leave it without touching it for whatever reason they do that in TV dramas quite a bit does your head in and Sharon says unlocked phones they pick up anyone's discarded phone and they're straight into whatever message they were looking for surely they've got to type in a code Sharon you make a very good point and there's someone who's got a Twitter account called There's No Better Bacon. Thank you for that. It says, hate it when they light a cigarette up, then stub it out after just one drag. If you're involved in any format of TV making, whether it's drama or films or movies, whatever, think about these things next time you go and put something out there because it's winding us lot up because we're trapped in the house. Normally, we'd have other stuff to think about, but obviously, we're kind of thinking about it quite a lot right now. Anyway, we digress. Just stop it, all right? Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. Andy Bush here. Great to have your company on this Thursday night. I hope you're doing okay. A little bit later on this evening at 8 o'clock, we'll all be going to our doorsteps and making a right old racket, and we should be, uh, for clapping for our carers, uh, you know, trying to send a message out there of unity and support for our frontline key workers who've been doing such a heroic job in these testing times. Uh, on Home Time, we wanted to know the stories behind the applause and thank you to everyone who's got in touch. I thought we'd read them out uh, now for you. Uh, Carl Stevenson will be clapping tonight for the community nurses who, amongst all of this, keep going into patients' homes and care homes, putting themselves at risk. He says thanks and a special shout out to the Salisbury, Wilton, Amesbury community nursing teams in particular. Hide Sue from Berkshire will be applauding tonight for her daughter daughter Amy Bailey who works at Sandhurst Tesco at 4am each day to collect for the click and collect orders she's a superstar Kevin emailed in to say a huge thank you to his fiance who is a community nurse he wanted to say how proud he is of her god bless him uh, Sally Till will be clapping tonight for all the lab staff at Queen Elizabeth's in Woolwich who are working 24-7 to help diagnose and monitor all of the patients during this terrible time. She says they're doing a great job, and they are indeed. Martina will be applauding all of the NHS COVID lab testers who are usually forgotten, the NHS employees and scientists who have volunteered to be seconded to the NHS to support the COVID-19 response. He says, oh, I particularly want to uh, mention the ones at the Institute of Genetics and Molecular Medicine at the University of Edinburgh, and a huge effort went into creating the NHS space at the university. Uh, thank you, she says. Daryl Mills will be out on his front doorstep tonight at 8pm for Brian and Monica, who are nurses at the Royal London and Whitechapel. Paul will be clapping for Darren Cameron, who's the London firefighter volunteering with the ambulance services. Uh, nephew Lloyd is also an ambulance service technician and wife Jeanette, who also works in the NHS. Paul had a dozen people he wanted to thank. We want to just read some more names out for you next week, Paul. Don't you worry about that. And Mandy got in touch to say, could we please give a shout-out to the ICU at Queen's Hospital in Romford? She says, they saved my son Tyler when he was in intensive care for six weeks, and I couldn't thank them enough. 
I can't imagine what they're going through. These people are heroes, and we totally agree. Listen, we wanted to play a special song for all of you who are going to work each day, looking after the kids, social distancing, or staying at home. Uh, this will get better. Soon there will be light at the end of the tunnel, and we will get through this together. So if you're listening to Absolute Radio right now, here's John Lennon with his cover version of Stand By Me. Stay safe, and remember to clap for our carers and the people that are important to you at 8pm tonight. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. That's it. Another show in the bag. Do not miss tomorrow's show. Uh, Matt Ford, my special guest, which is going to be fantastic. And one of you guys is going to win £60,000. If you haven't texted in for it yet, get going. You've reached the end of the Hometime Podcast. Yeah, Bush and Richie have finished the show. It's time to talk to a real-life person. We'll wait for the next podcast this time tomorrow.